Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome once again to another what we hope to be fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 109 back here in Murph's Fan Cave. Appreciate everybody joining us here uh, for Raiders Fan Radio after a big, big win on Monday night. Woo! Yeah. 
Uh, so uh, for those of you on the YouTubes that are that are watching us, uh, you can see that uh, the, the camera looks a little bit different. We're not we don't go black and white. We go silver and black. And uh, the camera shot is silver and black. Santa has gifted us. Santa looks a lot like Uncle Mosh has gifted us with a lot of uh, new audio uh, or not audio, but new visual equipment. So we're get, we're going through we're, we're under construction here in the fan cave. Uh, we're going through some uh, um, some some new upgrades. And so we will have those for you here in the next week or so but in the meantime uh we we kind of retrograded a little bit so uh if you're watching us today on the youtubes you're going to find us in in black and white and in non hd which is perfect for a couple faces made for radio um uh ron says that there's no audio uh let's see let's let's let me let me check my capture device here everything looks good on my end ron so i hope that uh uh, you can hear us. Let me know again if, if you're not able to to hear us. Uh, so apologize there if you're not able to hear us. All right. So um, uh, uh, episode number 109. And of course, I can't do this alone. So welcome to the fan cave. Uh, the one and only Uncle Mosh. Welcome, Uncle Mosh. Hey, it's good to be here. You just you can just call me Uncle Instant Gratification because I can't make my computer work either. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm in last week's. I'm in last week's. But you know what? I'll get it. It'll it'll kick in. I'll hit the uh, refresh button. My favorite button in the whole thing. Uh, Ron says that we've got it now, and so you know, once Ron gives us the a okay, <sighs> you know, it's officially time to start the episode of Raiders Fan Radio. So, so speaking of Ron, thank you to all of you that are joining us in the chat room this morning. Thank you to John Q, Kevin the Raider Nerd, uh, Ron, as I mentioned, Damon, Chris Potts, uh, Black Hole, New Jersey, represent there. Uh, Monster Mash, Ken, Sean Quinn, Joseph Morales, Mojo. Raiders there. Jonah is in there. Chris Black is in there. Uh, man, Jeffrey Anderson, whole bunch of people in the, in the chat this morning already, Uncle Mosh. So uh, so thank you to those of you that are joining us. So a lot to talk about today. Um, episode number 109, as I mentioned, uh, we are going to uh, we're going to run down the significance of, of the number 109. As you know, we uh, always find something to, to relate our episode number to something significant in Raider Nation. And uh, we're going to do that. We're going to give out some respect. We are going to talk about the significance of the win. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, about the, the the Christmas season, some of the, the, some stuff that's happened uh, recently uh, for us, and and how it relates to the show. Uh, we're going to talk about mon- memorable Monday night games. Uh, we're going to talk about the players' reaction, the coaches' reactions to the game, the significance of playing in Oakland. And then, of course, we're going to get to the Sea of Fans mailbag, and we're going to hear from you both via email and via voicemail. So thank you to those of you that uh, that always reach out to us in that way. So, uh, wow, without further ado, Uncle Mosh, Merry Christmas. <sighs> what a great time of the year. I love this time of the year. It's the best. It's the best time of the year. So I got to say, uh, man, I'm humbled by all the uh, by all the birthday wishes I got. You know, yeah, for those a- of you that don't know, my birthday's a couple days before Christmas, and uh, I got tons and tons and tons of folks reached out, and and I, I read every single one of them. I was sitting there in my underwear doing my scratch-offs, and you're like, Uncle Mosh. Scratch-offs meaning lottery tickets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sitting there in my underwear scratching one off. I was yeah, sitting yeah. there doing my scratch-offs, but... Anyway, that was that was that was that was, that was another story. Um, so I was sitting there, and, and you called, and you go, "Dude, you know, during halftime, because we were watching, we didn't we didn't watch it together, but we yeah. were watching the Raider game together via the phone, via phone, yeah." And yeah. you're like, "Man, you got to check out your uh, you got to check out your uh, your all your stuff on Facebook." So, um, 
I called a kid and had him help walk me through it, and you know, and how to get to Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was blown away, man. Almost four hundred people wished me happy, happy, That's pretty whatever, cool. and pretty cool, man. And so I read every single one of them, and I liked them or loved them or, or did a humorous, you know, the little face things, and and um, and it was great. It was it was a truly humbling experience to to see the fans reaching out like that, and and it was fun, man. I was. I shared a couple with my wife. I deleted a couple that she would never see, and, <laughs> and uh, I just—I had a blast with it, man. I had a—I had a blast with it, and uh, it was—it was really good. It was really good. So it was a lot of fun, and and uh, I, I was uh, like I said, I was—I was humbled. Um, so let's move on. Okay, and Christmas right. was great, and we had a good time, a and, and we were going to talk about a couple of the gifts that went one way or the other, you know, and uh, love being in silver and black on the screen. Yeah, it's I mean, not black and white. It, we've we've adjusted it. It is definitely silver and black, and I love it. Man. It is definitely silver and black. That's right. So uh, so we'll, we'll go ahead and get underway. So yeah, thanks again to those of you that that uh, the reach. Thank on on on, on Mosh's behalf there. That was it was really really cool there. And so uh, you know, especially having a birthday that's so close to Christmas, it's nice having a differing message, right, Mosh? Well, you know, it's what's really cool is that. Uh, you know, having your birthday that close to Christmas, and those of you that do, you can relate, you understand. It, when I became an adult and I said to the family, I said, if you're going to give me something, and you should, <laughs> I don't want it in Christmas paper. No, I'd rather don't give have, me your leftover no, wrappings. Don't give me your leftover. I'd rather have it not wrapped than to have it in Christmas paper. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm married to this, this wonderful woman. I finally got a good one. And... <laughs> She goes out of her way to make sure that everything I get is in birthday paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, now my Christmas gifts are in birthday paper, but that's yeah, okay. That's okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not the don't point. don't be picky. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. Well, uh, well, thank you to those of you that are joining us here today. As uh, a lot of you know that are live on the chat, uh, this is a another breakfast with uh, Murph and Mosh here. Uh, it is the morning time, uh, our time, and on the West Coast, it's eight o'clock in the morning. So appreciate you all uh, lifting your Raiders coffee mug and. Uh, and, and joining us here for an early morning episode of, of Raiders Fan Radio. You know, with the holiday season, it's kind of a funky time for us to record because we had, uh, let's see, well, we, we, of course, we have, we have Christmas, which was yesterday. So, again, Merry Christmas to you all uh, or whatever it is that you celebrate. Happy, you know, uh, awesome season of the year. Uh, then next week we got New Year's and, uh, and then the, the, what we had, a, what was it, was it Thanksgiving? And then we had another one that, that kind of threw a, a little bit of a wrench into our recording schedule. So anyway, so appreciate you all bearing with us and as we kind of flex around on, on the times that we go live and uh, these morning shows are actually kind of fun. So uh, appreciate you all uh, jumping in here with us this morning. All right. So before we get to the contact information, uh, I want to tell you a couple of things. Uh, number one is that the best way to support our show is via YouTube. So go to YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S fan cave hit that subscribe button hit that like button even hit the bell that will notify you whenever we go live that is the best way uh right now to support raiders fan radio uh other ways via audio podcast of course uh, you can find us in the apple uh app store you just search for murph's fan cave and you can find our show that way and then on android you can find us via app so uh, download the android app uh that's uh, you can just search for murph's fan cave you'll find that and then that will carry the three 
any, regardless of what you do, you'll get all three shows. You get this one, you get, uh, which is Raiders Fan Radio, then you get Mondays with Mikey and Murph, and then you get the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead Splatterhead and Fitz. And Tom, Tom, don't forget Tom, (laughs) and and sometimes Chris Potts. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. So, uh, and much more uh, coming up about those guys here in just a minute. So, before we get to all that, let's give a quick t-shirt update. Uncle Mosh, I've been getting asked a lot about t-shirts. Holy moly. So, we're going to have t-shirts on the way soon. Stay tuned on that. Appreciate you all asking about that about the the new Raiders fan radio t-shirts we will have those on the way soon and in the meantime go to uh, deadpiratesports.com right, right, right. and our buddy Jeff there does a great job anything you buy from deadpiratesports.com you can put promo code RFR10 at checkout and get 10% off and you can buy one of the fabulous what happens in Vegas Started in Oakland shirts, which is now starting to catch on a little bit. Yeah, It started off as a catchphrase here on Raiders Fan Radio on a contest by our good friend Emiliano, Big Raider Trucker, and now is showing up on signs at the Oakland Coliseum during this last Monday. And those game. were like those weren't just like in your garage with a felt pen signs. That looked good. No, those were that was legit signage. No, dude. somebody went and printed signs. Yeah, that yeah. said what happened. I loved it, man. It was really cool. So, uh, you know, look, it it, it it happens to us when we do sometimes all the we've, time. We've done segments or we've had ideas that kind of migrate their way into the the the, the lexicon of of, of mainstream raiderdom. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and there's another one right there. And of course. Compliments of our our buddy Emiliano, who did a fantastic job coming up with that uh, with that uh, that slogan, that that tagline. So, anyways, all right, let's go ahead and get this thing kicked off. We'll play some contact information, and then we'll get into uh, the next episode of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, Raider Nation, thanks again for joining us here on episode number 109, a breakfast episode with Murph and Uncle Mosh. And you know, you know, Uncle Mosh, this morning I went out and I grabbed some coffee. We were out of coffee, so I had to go run to the grocery store and grab some coffee. And I was listening to Fox Sports while I was out and about. Man, I, I, uh, I think we are, uh, we're doing uh, some good work here this morning by bringing Raiders content because sports radio this morning, considering that everybody good is on vacation – 
Ugh, Fox Sports Radio was awful this morning, man. Yeah? It was, yeah, it was terrible. So I'm glad we can at least provide something for what we're capable of, at least. I'm glad we're able to provide an alternative uh, uh, sports radio content this morning for our, for our, our, our listeners. Because ah. it's, it's bad out there this morning. So, <laughs> 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 But um, all right, so episode number 109. So we always like to come up with something significant in relation to the Raiders in terms of our, uh, our episode number. And, and with episode number 109, there wasn't anything that really, really jumped out, but there was something that Mosh and I were talking about this morning that uh, that we found that was really interesting. And um, so the number 109 is significant in terms of in 2003, when you look at the point differential right. between the points for for the entire season and the points against for the entire season right. for the Raiders, it was negative 109. Now, Point differential, for those of you that don't know, you take the entirety of the points that your team scored and the entirety of the, the, the points that they allowed, sure. and you contrast the two. You want that number to be positive. Oh, you want, absolutely. You want that number <laughs> to be a positive number yeah. because that means you're outscoring your opponent more th- than you're getting scored upon. Right, right. So it, when John Gruden was our coach the first time, the first season in 1998, he had a negative 68 Point differential. Sure, something he had to overcome. Something he had to overcome. And then it only went up and it stayed up until Bill Callahan got there. Who? And Bill Callahan, the team, uh, the coach that called our team the dumbest team in America. Well, that year when we were the, quote, dumbest team in America, that was the year we had the negative 109. And here's the kicker, Mosh. We've been negative pretty much ever since then. Uh, there was one year with Cable where we were positive by 39 points, and there was the, the the playoff year with Del Rio where we were positive 31 points. Aside from that, we've been negative every year that John Gruden hasn't been our head coach. So now, of course, we're negative again this year, but we're going to trust, just like the first time, that we're going to go positive after this year. So, the, so remember, 109 it's just a reminder that things aren't always that bad. 109, 109, 109, 109. 109. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Beatles reference for those of you. Uh, I'm sure a few of them will get it. Some, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, so Uncle Mosh, so uh, we always give respect on this show. We don't give props. We don't give shout-outs. We give respect. And uh, there's a lot of respect to be given out this week. Of course, it's the the Christmas season. It's the holiday season. It's the time for giving, and giving is always better than getting. Uh, and we want to celebrate and uh, and respect uh, some Raiders that have done some great things here lately. Uh, Donald Penn, who hasn't seen much playing time here lately, uh, unfortunately for our team uh actually up until this last week because the tackles actually played pretty well this week but anyways aside from that uh donald penn hasn't seen a lot of playing time on the field this year and uh but off the field he's doing great things and he did a really cool event where he he does this shopping event where he gets the kids uh some underprivileged kids from east oakland together and he gives them a 300 dollars shopping spree at walmart and he, he not only is he there, but a lot of the players are around him. Uh, he's got uh, Kelechi is there. Paul Butler's there. Brandon Parker, Johnny Townsend, our new best friend, uh, Darren Waller was there. Uh, a handful of Raiders. And, you know, it's cool because he gives them like this $300 shopping spree. But you could see in the videos that like their kids are spending more. And he's just... He doesn't care. He don't care. Nah. He's just letting him go. And it's really cool. So I just want to celebrate them, and I want to show respect to Donald Penn and this, and this group of guys. And we'll play an audio clip for you here real quick, kind of talking about the, uh, the event that took place. 
day, I'm giving 25 lucky kids a $300 gift card at Walmart. I got a couple of my teammates here, so we're gonna pair each one with a kid and walk around, take them shopping, interact with them, have fun with them. Oh, you got it, huh? Let me help. I got it. I got it. Another $34, alright? Put it in your basket. And it's just a blessing. You know, Christmas is a hard time for a lot of people and stuff, so, you know, it's my sixth year doing this. Christmas is a big, it's one of my favorite holidays. So it's dear to me, and you know, giving a hand and walking around with these kids, seeing these smiles, giving them ideas, helping them pick out stuff, just having fun with them, seeing the smiles on their face, and it's just a great thing to do. And I'm so happy and lucky my teammates came out here on their day off to help me out. There we go, pretty cool. So uh, definitely respect to Donald Penn and the group of Raiders that went out and did that. Well, you know, at 25 kids at Three hundred dollars a piece, seven hundred or seventy-five hundred dollars, and this is his sixth year. That's forty-five thousand dollars. That's awesome, dude. Forty-five thousand bucks to go to to help underprivileged kids. That's cool, man. And that's and major, you know, and again, like any, you know, he spent more than that even too. Right? Absolutely. You know, what I mean? so that, uh, you awesome. know eh, man, that's that's that's, awesome. that's tops. In you my know, book, and like man. you know, we've given Donald Penn a bad time before about you know some oh. of the holdout stuff. Oh right. yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. What, you know, fair is fair. Look, I want to give the guy. Uh, again, respect here when you know doing absolutely. The right thing, you know? We'll give him we'll give him a hard time about his play on the field, but his play <laughs> off the field, man, exactly right, absolutely. So a uh, uh, couple comments in, the, in there already in the chat. Uh, I love it. Osamele is handing out pancakes. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty good there. And uh, and Uncle Mosh, it, it, for those of you on the YouTube, you see he's wearing his his, his black hole shirt. We're going to touch on that here in just a sec, Chris Potts. We're going to talk a lot about that. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So next up, I want to give respect to the one and only, the absolute unmatched Marshawn Lynch, man. Uh I rhapsodized quite a bit about Marshawn Lynch on the last episode of Mondays with Mikey Murph, so I'm not going to ramble on about him here. Uh, but my feelings are this. He just embodies the spirit of the Oakland Raiders so much and more so than a lot of other players that were career Raiders. This guy gets it. He's amazing. Uh, thankfully, he was able to light the torch. You know, we've, we've said uh, numerous times here leading up to this game about what the significance of who should like the torch would be. Could it be Charles Woodson? Would it be Madden? Whatever. So the fact that Marshawn came back and did it was amazing. That was like his way to get the send off from the crowd because he wasn't going to get it in uniform because he's been hurt, whatnot. Anyway, so there's just Marshawn is just a Raider, man. It's, it, he's awesome, but he's also Oakland. He grew up in Oakland. He was he was born there. He played his high school football there. He won his championship there. You know, he played football at Cal. Like he embodies the spirit of the East Bay as well. And he's an A's fan. So not only is he a Raiders fan, he's not a, die, a diehard, but he's an A's diehard. He's thrown out first pitches for the team. He's a Warriors fan, right? So do you think do you think there's a reason? And I don't mean to interrupt your flow because you're on a pretty good roll. No, but do good. you think that? When Marshawn was with that other team that, that shall not be named, that he was known as that guy that didn't speak, that didn't talk, that, you know, he was Mr. Quiet, Mr. I, don't, I, got, I got nothing to say. I'm only here so I don't get fined. I'm only yeah. here so I get fined. There's a reason that now he's home and he's, <laughs> yeah. he's Mr. Vocal. Yeah, man. He's like, you know, he's ex he's more accessible. He's I mean, this is the guy 
That's and and I love that. That's that's the best part yes. about that whole story is that you know it's a homecoming. Who says you can't go home again? Absolutely. Not Marshawn. <laughs> Absolutely, great point, Mosh. Yeah, and uh, so you know the A's announced uh, their seventh stadium proposal in thirteen years. This new stadium that's going to be at the Howard Terminal. And I don't know what the, the the feasibility of this project is. You know, people are already shooting down how possible it is to build this extravagant stadium with all this stuff that they're talking about. One way or the other, though, the, the city council of Oakland was debating or, and, and, you know, they were discussing the issue. And Marshawn showed up to speak on behalf of the A's. Publicly. Publicly. Yeah. At city council. Like without a, being told to do it. Without no, being mandated. Not, yeah. Absolutely. Right? No, and, and not by anything other than his own, you know, uh, what do you call it, volition? Yeah. yeah. Other than by showing up by that, like he just went. He's not, he's not, he's not campaigning on behalf of some organization nope. or something. Nope. Nothing. He is just Marshawn Lynch showing up at an Oakland city council meeting as an A's fan, as an A's fan. And this is really cool. So we got the audio from that. Match next speaker, please. How you doing? I'm Marshawn Lynch, uh, Oakland born and raised. And, uh, I'm in support of this project. Um, we losing the warriors. We losing the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Let's not lose the A's. Appreciate it. Can I take a selfie with you? <laughs> I'm serious. I'll go over to the side. <laughs> Next speaker, please. <laughs> That's pretty good, huh? That's pretty good. Somebody was a little fan drunk. Uh, there. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I love that, man. So. If if you if none of you have ever been if none of you if you've never been to a city council meeting you got to wait in line yeah there's a line you yeah. know and I've spoken at city council meetings before you have to wait in line so Marshawn waited in line with everybody else to get his turn to go up there and speak yeah that's just cool and he's, man and he's he's Marshawn he's wearing a backpack like yep. a slides yep you know pair of shorts like I mean he's he's Marshawn yeah it's awesome man it's awesome so if yeah if you haven't seen the video of it. Definitely check that out. And so, yeah, so, I mean, no one, no one embodies the spirit of the East Bay like he does, man. He's awesome. And so we want to definitely want to give respect uh, to Marshawn. So, Uncle Mosh, so speaking of the East Bay, uh, you know, I just, I don't have a, a big thing. There's no audio plan on this. There's no really big thing I want to detail on this part of giving respect. Other than I just want to say, uh, I want to give a lot of respect to the Oakland fans um, I wouldn't even put myself in that group. I grew up in that. We grew up in the South Bay. We grew up in San Jose. And of course, we're as diehard Raider fans as you could get enough to do a podcast on a, on a, on the morning on after Wednesday Christmas morning, on the yeah. Wednesday. You know what I mean? Like there's no more fan diehard fan that you can get of us, but we're not Oakland fans. Um, the Oakland fan themselves, you know, they're losing the team. I'm talking about the people that are there week in, week out with the tailgates, the organ, you know, organizing around you know so i'm talking about like the you know you know the everybody from forever oakland to the 66th street mob to all those all those oakland fans that represented raider nation so amazingly well this last week so amazing um at the game uh you know, there's so there's a lot of footage out there about, you know, the fans after the game and, you know, people dancing and celebrating. And, you know, there was a lot of talk leading up to the game about, oh, everybody's going to, you know, tear the place apart and they're going to everyone's going to take their seats and they're going to protest and they're going to march on the field and they're going to like all this. stuff. None of that happened. Nope. You know what happened? Everybody had a freaking blast. Yeah, they all had fun. Everybody like it just 
speaking of embodying the spirit of the of the team and the organization in that and that area it just it was it was awesome to see and we're going to interview a guy named Michael Sen who I mentioned last week uh, who not only took his his wife and kids but his brother and his wife and kids and they as a as a big family went to the game and we're going to interview Michael tomorrow and get a firsthand account of everything from walking into the stadium to, to when it was over. And I'm really looking forward to hearing a firsthand account of it. But um, I just, you know, I just want to, you know, the, the, no one does it like we do. And no one does it, you know, you know, even more specifically like Oakland does it. And right, so, right. you know, look, this was it, man. So, you know, I apologize for kind of rambling here for a minute. But and I don't even know exactly what I'm trying to say. Nor do but, we. But. <laughs> Whatever it is, man, I just love our team. I love our fans. I love Raider Nation, and I'm grateful that we represent the way that we do, and it sucks that we're going to Vegas, you know, but I accept we're going to Vegas, yep, yep, but I don't yep, like that we're going yep, to Vegas. Yeah, no, we're moving on. We're moving on, and, and yeah, good call. All right, so let me go. Uh, so let's go to the opposite side of the world, Uncle Mosh, or not the opposite of the world, opposite of the country anyways, and let's go to, uh, let's go to Jersey. Okay. Let's go to Jersey. Uh, the last uh, bit of respect that I want to give here before we get going on the on the game rundown is I want to give respect to, uh, well, I guess really two things. One, the black hole uh, for everything that I just said because of what happened on Christmas Eve. Um, but you can become a member of the black hole. Right, and this right. year for Christmas, my gift to you is I wanted to have you become a member of the black hole. And so... I bought you a membership to the Black Hole, and you're wearing your shirt now. You're official member of the Black Hole. That's right. That's that's football's most notorious fans. And so you, I bought a membership kit, and, and it comes with all the stuff, and it comes with the shirts and stickers and plaques. And you, had, you got your plaque? Do you want to show me your plaque? I will. So there's your plaque. So it comes in, So there it is. So the, Uncle Mosh is now an official member of the Black Hole. That's right. Uh, as of the 23rd of December, 2018, his birthday. So he's official member of the Black Hole Fan Club, established 1995. Now, the Black Hole obviously originated in Oakland, and it originated at the Oakland Coliseum with those fans in that end zone. But anybody can become a member, and it's a global organization at this point. And there are chapters of the Black Hole all over uh, the, the globe and in our country. And we are loosely affiliated with the New Jersey chapter. And that's one of the reasons why... As much as we talk about the black hole, I thought it would only be appropriate that one of us be official members of the black hole. And so, again, so that was that was my gift to Mosh. Well, I told the guys in New Jersey about about me giving Uncle Mosh this for Christmas and having him become an official member of the black hole. So Chuck McCann, who's the president of the New Jersey chapter, um, I let him know. I'm like, well, hey, look, we're official now because Mosh is going to become a member. And he, Chuck's response was, you want to tell him chuck's response so chuck's response was chuck sent me chuck sent some stuff and and it was amazing it was some of the stuff that they have their logos and things and it was a you know welcome to the family kind of a thing um but he sent me in a letter and he said uh, and i'll read it to you it says members of the black hole can be part of any chapter they like we would love to make uncle mosh an official member of the new jersey chapter if he'll have us and it's signed Chuck Splatterhead McCann, and it's this letter, and it's right here with, and it's got their official logo and everything on it. And uh, so, you know, Chuck, I'm in, baby. You're in. I'm in. 
I'm in. So congratulations, Uncle Mosh. You got applause. Get your own applause. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I got there an applause go. button. Thank you, thank you. I I uh, I am honored to be a member, and uh, I I I would go so far as to say I'm probably the only. Member in Tennessee of the New Jersey chapter <laughs> yeah. of the Black Hole. Absolutely. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. So I've got a sticker that will go on. My 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 wife and 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 your wife were I when I was so excited when I opened this. It was the last gift of the of the of the holidays and I was like, oh no, I was freaking out, man, with the plaque and the shirt and the and it came with a sticker, and I'm and my wife's going, "What are you going to do with that sticker?" And I'm like, "I'm going to put it on the window of my 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 vehicle." And she's like, "Oh, well, do you think people will know what that means?" And I'm like, "The ones that are important <laughs> will know. The ones that the ones that understand football Absolutely. will know what the black hole is. Everybody knows what the black hole is, you know." Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up. I think. Well, on my next business card, you know, my Uncle Mosh business card, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I'll have the, you know, the black hole logo. Oh, there you go. Yeah, member. Yeah, the yeah, member of the black hole. There yeah, you go. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. So, uh, yeah, so appreciate Chuck. Uh, appreciate the invite. And thanks to all the, the New Jersey chapter. Have you ever been to New Jersey? I have been through New Jersey <laughs> on my way to New York. Okay. And, and if we end up going... To yeah. New York next year, we will be doing some major time in Jersey. Oh well, you know we yeah, will absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. yeah, uh, absolutely. So we'll see. Uh, uh, we, we know we're going to play the Jets, uh, or most likely we're going to play the Jets. So uh, we'll see where it falls on the schedule. But anyway, so very very cool stuff there. So congratulations, Uncle Mosh. Thank you, thank you, uh, you thank are you. now. And, thank, a, and a, thank you for reaching out and taking care of that. And I, I love yeah. the fact that it was on so much, so much about my 60th birthday. You know, with my sister. Stuff yeah, that man. you got me, and now be an official yeah, member of the Black Hole. A raterific birthday. A raterific birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris and and everybody else that's been reaching out to me on the chat, uh, I appreciate you guys so much. I can't wait for us to uh, to eat everything in New Jersey <laughs> and see a Raider game. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, go for the pizza and stay for the Raiders, yeah. right? <laughs> for sure. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Oh, one last thing. Update. Okay. Um, an update, Mosh. Just a quick update. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, this, ju- this just uh, the Uncle Mosh logo yeah. on the bottom of the screen yeah. is correct. Oh, I yeah, am no are... longer identified yes, as right. as Kevin. No, I got that right. Yeah, now. thank I you. I got it right this thank week. You for that. It only took me a week. But Kevin, my buddy, who I'm okay with the whole chair thing, took a shot right off the bat. Early on, Kevin's 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 watching on the YouTube. Oh, is he on there? And, on the and chat, right yeah. off the bat, not even a hey belated happy birthday, nothing. He's like, hey Uncle Mosh, your chair was really comfortable. Oh. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> Nicely done, Kev. This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! <laughs> We got, we got Grill and Rillin. Say hey to Uncle Mosh and Murph. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win. <laughs> hey, 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 Chuck, Chuck McCann on the chat just says, Uncle Mosh, we do lasagna at our tailgates, nice, by the way. Nice, yeah, absolutely. Baby. <laughs> fit right in, Uncle Mosh. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Okay, so uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's get into some game stuff. Let's get into some Raiders-specific stuff. So, uh, so Masha, obviously, huge game. 
this last week uh, with the with the Raiders knocking off uh, the Denver Broncos, our much hated rival, uh. on, on Christmas Eve. And you know, Mosh, this happened on December twenty fourth. As I mentioned, Christmas Eve. But this now joins a long list of significant Raider dates uh, here in late December. So just to cover a few of them, uh, December 21st, 1974 was the Sea of Hands game. Then December 22nd, 1973, we beat Pittsburgh in the divisional playoff round. Wait, who'd we beat? Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I messed up my own joke. Pittsburgh, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Squealers. Uh, we beat them in, in, in 73. In 72, on December 23rd, your birthday. My birthday. Was the Immaculate Deception. Uh, 1977, December 24th, was the Ghost to the Post. Right, right. And now, 2018, this the last game in Oakland where we, where we beat the Donkeys. Well, Mosh, I think the most significant one, and you tell me your thoughts, but I think the most significant game in late December was December 26th, 1976, AFC Championship in Oakland when we finally beat the Steelers to get to the Super Bowl to play the Vikings. Uh, you, what do you think there? You think I, that's, that's I it? I think when I look back and I remember it, and I'm trying to think, it, did we want that more? Did we want to beat Pittsburgh? Of course we wanted the AFC championship because we go on to the Super Bowl. But did we – I mean, this year's had its ups and downs, and it's, I mean, it's just been – it's tumultuous and everything that goes along with it. So we, we really wanted to go out with a bang this year. And for the in the big scope of things, it was wonderful to go out with a win. But that year, we had to beat Pittsburgh, man. I mean, it's – the Raiders spoilers, you know, we had, yeah. we had, I gotta, I gotta say that I, I think Raider nation had to have that win. I mean, we all, we would have been so much more disappointed had we lost that game this year. We've had some disappointments, you know, and, and so I think if we would have lost it home in a close win, it would have been, you know, I'm not saying it would have been okay. It, would, it, it wouldn't be the storybook ending like it is now. But had we lost that year, just one more defeat at the hands of those cheaters. Yeah. You yeah. know, oh, it yeah. just, it uh, it would have been, I think it would have been just, just so devastating. I want to change the history of the team at yeah, this point now, right? Yeah. Look at, and that's the thing is that when you look at these wins and you look at the significance of games, oftentimes, especially nowadays, we kind of get caught up in the, the, right, the immediacy right, right, of things. Right. But only time gives you the appropriate you know, uh, evaluation of how significant these things really are. It's like, like people that say like, you know, well, and I, I don't want to turn this into a big discussion here, but like people that go, Oh, LeBron's the best hands down. Well, those people probably didn't see Jordan a lot. Probably didn't see Bob Cousy or Jerry West either. You know what right, I mean? Or right. Right. Bill Russell or pistol Pete. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, you, we tend to kind of get cut and I'm guilty too. Like I, I'm like, Oh, this is the greatest Christmas Eve game ever. Well, really was it? I don't know. It was cause I wasn't a, well, I was alive for ghost of the post, but I was four. Like, I don't right, remember right, right. the guy. I, I can. We were look. mad at you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Go sit down. We're You're just... four. Pay attention <laughs> or leave. You know? So anyway, so, so speaking of the, the 76 game, we do have the aftermath. And, and the announcing kind of reflects back the significance of it. Even though it was the immediate moment, uh, history has played out. It shows that it, it was one of the bigger wins in Raider history. 12 seconds in. 
hell's going to break loose here pretty soon. I wouldn't be surprised. Look at them. They're coming out. Bradshaw down to three, two. This is the last play of the game. <laughs> Lynn Swan has it. And Lynn Swan. Huh? Atkins has just grabbed him by the hand. That's the game. And it's the Raiders of Oakland, the Vikings of Minnesota in the Super Bowl. And the Raiders have finally broken the seal and have made it after five years of going to the Costanza very much for his all-season-long brilliant work in the Here's the Raiders locker room. There's the happiest man in Oakland, Don Matt. This guy has had a, he's averaged 10 victories a year in eight years. He's had a tremendous record as a general managing partner, Al Davis. And they finally did it. They finally did it. That's right. I they think there was some, did it. there might have been some bad words in the background. <laughs> was there? Was there from the players? <laughs> yeah, there might have been some. Hey, bad I was words. on broadcast television. So <laughs> call, yeah. call NBC there. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so pretty, pretty big deal there. So that was cool. Uh, now let's look at it from another way. One more time here. Okay. Because that's what we do here on Raiders Fan Radio. We like to, to dissect things. And uh, so Uncle Mosh, so was that the most significant late December game? Uh, not probably uh probably not but was it the most Chris- significant christmas eve game for the raiders so l- just looking Ooh. at the last 4 years raider nation here's what we got christmas eve 2015 that was charles woodson's last game in oakland now we beat san diego on that day and that was amazing the opening of our show charles woodson saying raiders right 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 that's that's what that's from so that was a big deal and as we all know 24 plays a huge role in in the in the significant even though he was gone for that middle time there we went to green bay i mean charles woodson man he's he's uh he's one of the greatest and so there's that game there's Derek Carr breaking his leg, or he didn't break it. The Trent Cole did, but anyways, 2016, the Raiders were poised for a playoff run. Uh, Our defense was struggling, but I still would have liked to have seen us get a shot to see how far we could have got. That I'm was pretty sure we could have beat the Texans. That was one of the hardest shows we ever did. That was after terrible. that. That was after that. Awful. That was awful. It that was, was just. It was Debbie Downer for sure. Man. Debbie Downer it for was sure. Bad. That was rough. So that's Whew. so that um you know wasn't it was significant. It wasn't significant for good reasons. It was bad, but um uh, and and it was still significant. And then last year, Mark Davis meets with John Gruden on Christmas Eve, and of course this sets the stage for Gruden's then return on Christmas Eve, and then last night or return to to the to the team, and then last night, uh, not last night. I know what you're saying. Thank Two days you. ago. Thank you. Two nights ago, we beat the Broncos then on Monday Night Football for Christmas Eve. So, Mosh, out of those, what's the most significant? That's a no-brainer, bro. What is it? Uh, it's it's two days ago. I think so, too. And I'll tell you why. I, I got a couple things. Okay. Number one, Dwayne Harris. Oh, man. So, the yes. first thing I texted you, I called you, I was standing up screaming, and the wife is in the other room, and she's like, what happened? Did you fall down? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> fell down. Dwayne Harris just ran 99 and three-quarter yards, you know, for a for a freaking score off of a punt. And and, I, and I'm asking you, I'm like, uh, uh, what's your name? Uh, I said, Murph, what, 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 uh, what, when was the last time, man? When was the last time that happened? When was the last time that happened? And then come to find out it's the second longest return of a punt in NFL, NFL history. history. Yes. 
you know, and then with the way that we won and how we how we played and and just and Jordy balling out and I mean there was just so much stuff. It was just it was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, I loved it, man. I loved it. I love that it was just it's that game that everybody will remember. You know, it's where were you? Where did you watch yes, that game? Exactly. You know, it's 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 that that kind of a vibe. Plus, my number one thing: who did we beat? The Donks. Yeah. So in the last few weeks, we have beat Pittsburgh. Yes. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And we have beat the Donks. Yes. And next week, Jeez. we're going to beat KC in oh. KC. Ah. When was the last time that in that last five weeks of the season, we beat Pittsburgh, the Donks, and KC? And KC. I, I can't tell you. That's I got, a good I run. Got, I got to go to Raider Nation to well, say, yeah. when did that happen? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't have, have to look that. at the records, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't I, have that prepared either, but I'm telling you, but that's a good run. God. Considering what a letdown the season has been at times, oh, if we oh. finish like that, okay. Uh, come on. I'll okay. take it. I'll take it. So uh, so real quick, before we, because we, uh, we want to talk this, about the significance, too, of the Harris return. We're going to get to that in a sec. Um, but I want to, b- before we get to there, I want to talk about the significance of playing in Oakland. And Ugh. Howie Long uh, was on the Rich Eisen show. And, of course, as you know, Howie Long was a majority of his career, almost the entirety of his career was a Los Angeles Raider. But he did play in the beginning. He did play in Oakland. And so, uh, and in fact, for the longest time, I remember it was always the last Oakland Raider was Howie. Do you remember that? Oh, there yes. Was a, there was a long period of time where – he was referred to as the last original Oakland Raider right, right, because right. he was. He was the last Oakland Raider to retire. Uh, of course, now we've had an influx of many, many. But uh, but anyway, so this so Howie's the significance of playing in Oakland is not certainly not lost on Howie, and uh, he talked about that on Rich this last week. When you just heard what Gruden had to say, and whether you do believe this is the last Raiders game in Oakland coming up on Monday, it is. It's it, if it is, if in fact it is, it's really sad. Um, and it's we we I think we've had this conversation before. Uh, <clears throat> I started my career there, and being drafted by the Oakland Raiders, and you know once again the history of the year before I was drafted, they had won the Super Bowl. Uh, it was that team that uh, was the first wild card team to win uh, in '81, uh, <clears throat> '80, but the '80 season, '81 Super Bowl. Um, some of the greatest players in NFL history have played for that organization in that stadium. So many historical moments. Totally agree. At the end of the day, you've been to the stadium, Rich. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've been in the bowels of the stadium. You you understand what we're talking about. <clears throat> it it an NFL team if you're going to compete cannot compete with that kind of a stadium. And in a perfect world, the county would work some, would have worked something out, but there, there's just no money there. And, and that's the shame of it, because I, I know this for a fact. Mark Davis's number one, two, and three choice were to stay in Oakland. And unfortunately, that just couldn't be worked out in any way, shape, or form. And now the reality is that the team's going to move to Vegas, uh, not sure when. Uh, I, right now it's scheduled for not next season, but the season after. Um, and now there's a lawsuit, uh, which would, you know, if, if there's that kind of a lawsuit, 
you know, put yourself in their shoes. Why would you play in a stadium where you're being sued? Right. So what's your favorite memory of the black hole, Howie, if you could choose one from well, your memory I banks? Played, I played a game on <clears> – <throat> having gone to Villanova, I was a huge Steeler fan. Um, and could, you know, every player on that defense, you know, loved every one of them. Joe Green, as a matter of fact, the reason why I took 75 was Joe Green. Uh and my rookie year, I lived with a guy named Cedric Hardman. And Cedric was about 34 years old, 33, 34 years old at the time. Old San Francisco uh, 49er defensive end from the gold rush with Jimmy Webb and you know guys that I'm throwing out there that people won't, won't know. But Cedric was a great, great pass rusher. <clears throat> he was also Joe Green's roommate in college at North Texas State. So that my rookie year, we're playing the Steelers at the Coliseum on Monday night football. And Joe Green comes over to our little apartment that we have in Alameda, and I'm sitting there at dinner with Joe Green. Uh, and end up playing the Steelers, get a couple sacks. And I remember jumping up and down and going crazy. And here I am, I'm 21 years old, and, you know, we just got done playing Delaware, and now I'm playing the Steelers. And I remember Art Shell said to me, kid, Act like you've been there before. <laughs> I, I haven't, though. <laughs> no, so there were some great memories. It, to me, it was a – that fan base there is, is so rabid. It's so crazy. Uh, and it truly is a team that transcends that area, though. You know, there's great fans in Los Angeles. I think, you know, I, I feel for the Chargers right now because they have a great, great football team. And they seem to be kind of a nomadic team, you know, and there's the stadium they're in right now. It's a small stadium and 60, 70 percent of the fans in the stadium are opposing teams fans. Well, he's he's got that right. You know, we've often said the most popular team in Los Angeles is moving to Vegas. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But hey, so uh, I want to throw it to you. But real quick, Mosh, I love it how he just goes and I got a couple of sacks and uh, uh yeah, okay. That, easy, Howie. Jeez. Easy Hall of Famer. He's so like, humble. He's, I, he's he just, just a, like, he just, like, it's like, that's oh, just what I do. I just go out and get a couple of sets. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> we wish we had somebody like I that. I know, right? We could just go out and get a couple of sacks anymore. But, anyways, what do you think about that, about Howie's comments? I just, I you know, Kev put in there, we love some number 75. And I'm like, yeah, we all love some number 75, you, man. man. One of the greatest. Jeez. One Amazing. of the greatest. All right, so one last thing here. So let's dissect this thing one more way. So we've looked at it in the his history of late December games. We've looked at it as the history of uh, Christmas Eve games. What about in terms of Monday night? Now, I answered this question on Mondays with Mikey and Murph, but I want to hear Mosh's approach on it. So Mikey asked me, was this or what was my most memorable Monday night game? Now, my most memorable was unfortunately a loss. It was the one where Tim Brown uh, or not Tim Brown, <laughs> where Jerry Rice broke the touchdown record playing then for the Niners and Napoleon McCallum broke his leg in 1994. That yeah, was the most, that was, that was the one that I remembered most. Um, of course, then there's the Brett Favre game, which was also a loss. So that was memorable. But as far as like, Wins go. My most memorable win was in 2002 when Rod Woodson ran a touchdown back 98 yards and we beat uh, the Broncos. We beat the snot out of them like 34-10 on our way to the Super Bowl that year. Now, that was my most memorable win, but I wanted to ask Mosh because when you look at the history of the most memorable Monday night games, 
most of them were in the 70s. Like when we were the kings of Monday night, we sure, never lost sure. and all that stuff. But I don't really remember those days very, very well. Do you? Is there one that in particular that like stands out to you? Like, of course, there's one in 76. We mentioned 76 a lot. The one where, they, where, where we beat the Chiefs. But is there was there one in particular that jumps out at you? And you're talking about like that one in 79 when Stabler, uh, Stabler had that that great game against the Saints. Right where he comes in and throws those those four touchdowns, and I mean it was it, and, it, and it was phenomenal. But for me, it's just a couple years after that. Okay, it's in '83. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and All I'll right. tell you why. For, All right. for like for 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 a global football fan. Okay. You know, uh, of course it's Plunkett. Plunkett's right. from San Jose, so it's a yeah, hometown yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then and that was our team that year. We went on, you know, we went on to. 83, you know, went on to win the Super Bowl yeah. and all that. But we were playing Miami, and it was September, and so it was an early game. Plunkett only threw 15 passes in that game. Com- he completed 11 of them, and we won. We won 27-14, but there was this guy on the other side who made an appearance oh. his first time ever. Your boy, Dan Marino. Really? Marino's first game is his debut and he had a couple of I passes in, in, in the end for TDs, but it was all of a sudden everybody was like, it's like earlier when you and I watched the Cleveland game and we said, this quarterback, remember? Yeah. Where yeah we're yeah, like, yeah. this guy's good. Yeah. We could follow this guy. If yeah. He, if he's he, fun to watch. If, yeah. he, if he wasn't for somebody else, right, 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 yeah. you know, but, and we had that same feeling about, wait, this is that Marino, yeah, Marino this is and Italian he, kid, this Italian around. kid, you know, and he was, and he was drafted like seventh round or I don't yeah. know, you know, it whatever. Late. It was late. Anyways, he, yeah. yeah. He the was first round, but still first late. round. He was number seven. Twitter. But he was after Elway but, and all oh, that. Yeah. And, and he was way down on the Heisman and, you know, and yeah. he had this great collegiate career in his senior year kind of sucked. But so it was like, wow. You know, that's that when you recognize the greatness of somebody else, yes. you know, and I I'm think with you. Yeah. there there was a there was a, a game when we played Buffalo and you know and everybody knew that OJ, you know, was great and everything, but I don't know, man. That was that was pretty that's cool. cool. That's that was a good a, one. That was a good game. That's a good one. You know, and I full disclosure here, you know, I used to root for Dan Marino a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the Raiders were gone. Like you gotta remember, like we were Bay Area, San Jose Raider fans. When the Raiders left and went to Los Angeles, Los Angeles, and I know we have a lot of in fact the majority of our listeners are in Los Angeles, so don't kill me for this. But there's a rivalry there. Here breaking news. There's a rivalry between Northern and Southern California in the sports landscape. It's you know, the Warriors and the Lakers. It's the Giants and the Dodgers. It's there's a rivalry there. So when the Raiders went to LA, there was a rivalry there. And a lot of us Raider fans were like, oh man, why are they going to Los Angeles? And so we started, we didn't necessarily take up the mantle of other teams, but we found other players to root for. And as a kid, as a 10-year-old plus kid, Marino was one of the players that I started to root for. Yeah. And so, and especially when they played the Niners, because we all still hated the we Niners. We all everybody, everybody yeah. hated the Niners. So the so the Dolphins played the Niners in the Super Bowl, and we were like, Yeah, go Marino, go, you know, whatever. You know, it's it's there. funny you should say that because I just ran into a guy at Best Buy the other day. And he's this huge Raider fan, and he's from L.A., right? So we are immediately talking Raiders football, right? Right? And we're talking, you know, right in the middle of Best Buy, three days before Christmas, there's 12,000 people there. <laughs> yeah. And he and I, he's the manager. 
And we're over on the side talking Raider football. Nice. You know, people are wanting, to, you know, how much is that GoPro? You know, I, I need to buy $12 million worth of TVs. And he's like, hang on a second. So anyway, in 1980, you know, yeah. so we're talking. And he goes, yeah, he goes, I got my fan cave all set up, but I got Raiders on this wall. And I got, and I'm, you know, and we're just like, yeah, yucking it up. And then he goes, and then I got my Dodgers stuff over here. And you're like, uh, come again? I like, said, who? Uh, how the Dodgers? Huh. You mean New York's other baseball team? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we laughed about it, but we, you know, you said that, but the Raiders are the only team that transcends all that. Yeah, that's you know, exactly there's, right. and we love our LA fans, man. Football team, not when it comes to, you know, I mean, I, I was at the A's Dodgers World Series, and I, you know, sorry LA fans, I didn't, I didn't root for the, no, the blue and no, white, no, you know, and I've met Tommy Lasorda, you know, yeah. he, he called me fat, but that's not the point. <laughs> <sighs> when Tommy Lasorda calls you fat, yeah, yeah, this is well, he, that's yeah. when he was doing his Slim Fast commercials, <laughs> so he did good. That's like I was calling Billy Martin drunk. You know, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> Tommy came at the at the high school I teach at. Tommy came to scout one of our players, baseball players, and and I was doing the play by play over the, for the yeah, uh, the huh? announcing. You were helping me, yeah, yeah, and um, and so so afterwards, I met him, and I'm like, hey, Mr. Lasorda, and I'm shaking hands. I'm standing there, and. He gave me one of his Hall of Fame bobbleheads and a signed ball and everything. And he's going, you know, uh, I said, you know, Mr. Lasorda, I said, I, I got to tell you, I said, I, I'm a Giants fan. I said, and I, so I grew up hating you. I said, but it, and I'm shaking his hand at this point. And I said, but it really is an honor to meet you because, you know, I recognize the things that you've done. You know, you were the only manager other than Walter Alston of the, of the you know, the L.A. Dodgers, you know. And, and he looks at me and he pats my stomach and he goes, get ready on the beep. Uh, and he oh, goes, no, okay, right, and he goes, earmuffs, kid. yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, son, he goes, it's okay. Cause I was an asshole once. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, right on. Tommy Lasorda called me an asshole. You know, it was like a highlight of my life, you know? And I, I my respect for the Dodgers went up just a little bit, except oh, when they play man. the giants. But oh, anyway, that's awesome. That's uh, awesome. sorry. I digress. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Good story, Mosh. All right. So anyways, all right. So, Memorable Monday night game <laughs> was uh, was Raiders uh, Raiders Dolphins for Mosh in '83, and uh, mine was the uh, Raiders Broncos in uh, in 2002. All right. So, speaking of mon- memorable Monday night games, uh, this last one was amazing. Uh, folks in the uh, in the chat are are talking heavily about the Dwayne Harris return. Uh, Mosh, it set the tone. Uh, it's it's going to be one of the most memorable plays in Raider history, uh, especially considering how you know bad things have been lately. Um, so the significance of this. So Mosh mentioned uh, when he asked he asked me right away when was the last time this happened. Well, it's been ten years. Okay, the last time that a, that a Raiders uh, player had returned a punt. Was uh, was was Johnny Lee Higgins in 2008? I had the player right when we were in the moment. Uh, I thought it was 2011. I said 2011, um, but it was it was Johnny Lee Higgins. I had the player correct. So it was Johnny Lee Higgins in 2008, who was a, a beast in Madden, by the way. I used to beat my brother with him all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, but your brother liked to have the 49ers. So that's that was okay. that was easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he feared Johnny Lee Higgins. Um, so Johnny Lee Higgins re- returned to kick, uh, returned a punt in 2008, and then Jacoby Ford was the last. Uh, kick return, and I believe that was 2012 or something. Don't hold me to that number. You have to look it up. Uh, but anyways, the last punt return was Johnny Lee Higgins in 2008. So uh, so here's the play, man. We got to play it. You're going to hear it um, for the rest of your Raider life. Uh, you're going to hear this play because it was freaking awesome. 
play it. There it is. <laughs> so he drives it deep over the head of Harris. Let's see if they can pin it inside the 10. As good job by the coverage here. And Harris says, I'm going to play this because I can. And look at the return he gets. What a smart move by Harris as he gets free. Oh, How wow. about it, Raider Nation? Wow. All right. It's so amazing. Oh, sorry, Mosh. You got it. Go ahead. No, so what I was going to say is that uh, it was pointed out on the chat as well as by the announcers. He went, at one point, he was clocked at 19 miles an hour. Really? 19 miles. Do you know that there's times when I've sat on the 280 (laughs) wishing I could go 19 (laughs) miles an hour? Yeah. You know, 19 miles an hour. If you're in in stop-and-go traffic, if you're on on the five down in L.A., if somebody comes by you at 19 miles an hour, they're screaming. They're flying. <laughs> Dude was clocked at 19 miles an hour in pads. Oh, it's amazing. Ah, it's amazing. That's it's crazy. So, cool. so a couple things really cool about that too, Mosh. Uh, number one, the camera shot, the sky cam, oh. following behind Harris as he's running down the sideline. Amazing work. As, look, we'll give ESPN a bad time at the drop of a hat. You don't have to go sure, far to sure. find a couple of guys to run ESPN down the road. But as far as that goes, look, their announcing is questionable, but the the, the footage is phenomenal. Yeah. Them following him down that sideline from sky cam was, was great. Um, and the other thing I want to touch on, I want to touch on what, what he says, smart move. By, by Harris, and... He's brilliant. Harris is probably the smartest uh, special teams player that uh, I've ever seen. I don't know about you, but, like, oh. and, and not only from this play, but there was one earlier in the year where it was a kickoff that was going to go out of bounds or at least close to it right around the pylon. Right, right, right. And you remember he went over and he stuck his foot out of bounds, out of bounds. and picked it up in order to get, to get the flag? Yep. And, okay. Mikey brought that up on Mondays with Mikey and Murph, and I said, well, I don't know how intentional it was because I think we were just fortunate. No, Murph, you're wrong. It was 100% intentional. This guy is one of the headier football players that you'll ever see. So not only was he smart on that one, he was smart on this one. And look, this is is how cool this guy is, man. So Harris, this was a quote that I found back in – uh, early December, so a few weeks before this play happened. Listen to what he says. A lot of people don't know, but if the punt team bats the ball before it goes into the end zone and we pick it up and try to run with it and we fumble it, it doesn't matter. We still get the ball back. No one knows that rule. It's always been like that. And then he laughed. A lot of people just don't know the rule. A lot of people see me every game go and try to get the ball if they touch it. They're like, why are you trying to touch the ball? And I'm like, it's because of the rule. It helps to know the rules. Brilliant. I, I That's freaking brilliant. I didn't know that. I've Did you? I've been a fan for how many years? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Honest to God, I didn't know that rule. I didn't know that either. So, so, look, so when next time, Raider Nation, if we bring somebody in and you're like, why would they bring that guy in? What? 
Here's why. So they Here's can- why you bring in Rich Basakia. Here's why you bring in people <sighs> like Dwayne Harris. Look, I know the wins and losses are not what we all want them to be. I know at times this team has played flat. I saw the Cincinnati game too. I saw the Niner game too. I get it, and we should not be happy about the way the team has performed at times. But the personnel and the reason that they do some of the things that they've done, these are the kinds of things that happen, and you're like, Okay, it makes perfect sense why you bring in wow. a guy like this. Is he the most electrifying returner in all of the NFL? No, but was he better than Ryan Switzer? Uh, yeah, he sure was, and here's wow. why. You know what I mean? That's that, how heady is that? That's amazing. Yep. That's such yep. good stuff. Such you know, stuff. Uh, Alexander Stockton on the chat says that's the epitome of what Gruden's looking for. Yes, you know, and that's so true. Exactly. It's so true. Now we get fifty-three Dwayne Harris's, and what kind of a football team do we yep. have? Yep. Right? Yep. That's what we're talking about, man. So anyway, great, great stuff uh, there. So, uh, of course, after they won, huge celebration for the Raiders. And let's go to coach in the locker room. We got an opportunity to finish, just like we talked about. We got a chance to go to Kansas City. Yep. And we got our back against the wall. It's going to be a short week. You have nothing tomorrow. Tomorrow's a day off for everybody. Merry Christmas. (laughs) I want everybody in here, however. I want everybody in here Wednesday ready to go. Okay? I'm really proud of you. I appreciate the effort. Believe me, the effort, all right, the concentration, the details were there tonight. It gives us something to really build on. We're playing good football in December. We have one opportunity left. And it's against the team that we hate the most. Right, guys? All right? They don't like us either, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so, Merry hey, let's go now. Merry Christmas. I love y'all. Family on three. One, two, three. If that'll get you fired up, Mosh, how about that? Gruden straight up telling him. It's the team we hate the most. hate the most. Oh. Yeah, take that, KC fan. Mm. We, we're going to roll into your crib and take away home field advantage. Ah! Fired up, Mosh. It's going to yeah. be awesome. I, li- I like that sound bite you played a few a uh, few weeks ago. Which we one? going home, but so are you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They going <laughs> home. That's exactly right. That's right. Okay, Amash, uh, so of course, the players were fired up, and this is what the players had to say on the field right after the game was over. What's going on, Raider Nation? We had to give you one last win, man. We love y'all. Good win, Raider Nation. We love you. Raider Nation, man. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. A hundred. A one day one, bro. Let's get it. Hey, Raider Nation, baby. I don't know if it's the last one, but if it is, we went out with a bang, baby. Woo! We got that. We don't know if it's going to be the last one here, but we got that dub, man. Raider Nation all the way, baby. Hey, man, it feels great, man. The energy out here was amazing. We really appreciate Raider Nation coming out here and showing for us. If this was the last game here, man, it was fun, man. Appreciate y'all, Raider Nation. Let's get it, baby. Love it. Love it. You know, and I, I love that the players, so, so many times we, you know, feel like players can be disassociated from the fans, you know, like they're, they're, they, they humor us cause they have to, you know, they'll sign things sure, or do whatever, sure. but they feel like, you know, they're there for a specific reason sure. to do a job and fans be damned. You know what I mean? We're, but to hear the players, I mean, immediately after the game and their first response is, thank you, Raider nation. Thank yep. you for showing yep. up. Thank yep. you for supporting us. That's legit, man. That's super, super cool stuff to hear that from the players. Um, okay, one last one. Let's go and uh, let's hear from our leader. Let's hear from uh, quarterback Derek Carr right after the game was over. Hey, Raider Nation. I wanted to shout you guys out. Appreciate y'all having my back for these five years. I don't know if this is the end of the Coliseum, but if it is, I love you guys. Merry Christmas and God bless y'all. 
There wow. There's it. That's short and sweet and, uh, and to the point. So, uh, Mosh, before we move on from this and get into the Sea of Fans mailbag, uh, I do want to uh, bring up a couple more points there about the game itself. We're not analysts. We don't claim to be analysts, but we do notice some things from time to time on the field. And number one, Brandon Parker kept Von Miller in check. That, that pass rush, I, they, got to, they got to Carl, I know, at least once. Uh, but when you're talking about Bradley Chubb and Von Miller and them being heralded as one of the best, uh, you know, pass rush duos in the league and Brandon Parker, not only, you know, held his own, but he did a pretty bang up job over there, uh, keeping Von Miller in check, which was, which was, that was amazing. So, uh, you know, he's been much, much maligned at times this season, but this game, absolutely not. He did a great job. Miller gave up one sack. I think the one to Chubb, uh, he gave up, uh, gave up the one sack, but he's kind of been playing through injuries. So. I think this has uh, been a great learning season, an opportunity for these two young tackles. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, speaking of, of young men on this team, uh, Arden Key is so close. He's like inches away from sacks uh, he's right there, buddy. every single game. Yep. And I know that it almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, but man, Mosh, we are, once this kid, uh, he, he gains an extra half a step, literally a half a step, and whether it's his speed or explosiveness or play recognition or whatever it may be, all of a sudden these almost are going to turn into sacks. I want to talk about disruptive. I mean, he's already disruptive and he's not showing up on the stat sheet. So uh, definitely a lot of respect to Arden Key. And then the last one I want to touch on, you know, Uncle Mosh, Doug Martin was born in Oakland, California. Doug Martin played his high school football in Stockton, California, which is 80 miles to the east sure. of Oakland, California. Marshawn gets heralded as the guy from Oakland and the return to Oakland and all that. But you got to know that this means just as much to Doug Martin as it did to Marshawn, as it would to any other player that returns to their hometown to play. And Doug Martin balled out. Doug Martin was about the deciding factor in this football game, other than the, the, the big defensive plays that were made. Right, right. Doug Martin was great. Doug, I mean, like, you know, he's 29 years old. Like, he might still be around next year. Now, I was thinking when we signed him, he was going to kind of be a one-and-done, but we might see Doug Martin next year. He seemed to be pretty fresh, and he was passionate, man. Absolutely. He looked great, don't you think? Yeah, he did, for sure, man. I mean, and, and I think that's one of the things that we came ready to play, you know? We were there two nights ago ready to play, yeah. and, I, and I think I wouldn't say that the, that the donks were flat, but I don't think they had the fire that we did, no. man. I just, you know, you, you can you can just kind of see it. You can get that vibe, man. And I think that, God, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was. I think if I were a coach of the Donkeys, I would have been. I mean, and I, don't, and I was. I can't claim to be in their locker room, so I don't know what their what their pregame mentality was. But this had to be you ha- going into this game. You had to be so fired up. For them and and to to come out a little flat footed, yeah, you know, well, it, that's why ah. their coach is probably not going to be around next right, year. Right, all the right. talk now is that Vance Joseph's not going to make it. But I'm with you. You know, is is that's that to me is how aware the Raiders are of the significance of the sure, moment. Sure, shows how unaware that the Broncos were yeah, in the yeah, significance exactly, of the moment. Exactly, because like, you know what? If that was a Mike Shanahan coach Broncos team. Whoa! Right, we just saw right, a completely right, different outcome. Exactly. You know what I mean, or at least exactly. a completely different effort level from the from the team themselves. Yep. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. Oh, 
So before Uncle Mosh gets into the uh, the sea of fans, which is where you contact the show at uh, 909-345-3346, or you can email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. The third way, really, to get in touch with us is to uh, join us in the chat room. So whenever we do uh, the show live, we are live on YouTube, youtube.com slash Cave, and we have a great active chat that joins us for each and every show. So thank you to those of you that have joined us this morning. I can't scroll up, but I see a bunch of names here. Just Win Johnny, Bobby Wasabi, Ron, Alexander Stockton, uh, David Crockett, and uh, uh, see, I like it, Spooky, uh, Raider Homer, Freddie Chavez, and I see another one in there. The Fringe Podcast. Huh. You know who the Fringe Podcast is, Uncle hey, Mosh? Uh, it's, I know he's incognito. He's a little. <laughs> he's a, or, or, or as uh, Beavis and Butthead would say, <laughs> he's in burrito. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is a uh, former uh, co-host of this show. Uh, that is Sonny. So thank you, Sonny, for joining us here on, uh, on, on Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate that. Uh, and that's Sonny's new podcast. So let's definitely uh, like sh- uh, show Sonny respect there. That's him and his buddy TJ. They do an amazing uh, new podcast. It's, uh, it's about uh, uh, really the um, uh, real life stuff. Real life stuff. Like youth workers, uh, both of them are in, on the field of youth counseling. Uh, Sonny particularly in terms of uh, uh, alcohol and drug addiction and the challenges that come along with that. And they do a great job. They do literally doing the Lord's work. jobs and on their podcast absolutely yeah, so definitely want to shout them out thanks Sonny for uh for joining us so Sonny had a question oh I missed it it scrolled up I couldn't read it um but anyways but thank you for joining us uh today in the show for sure so so definitely join us if you can in the chat send us an email send us a voicemail and to start us off tonight or tonight <laughs> start us off this morning uh Uncle Mosh has a couple emails for well, you well before we get into that do you want to hit do you want to hit Sonny's question I it would says, love Murph, to I couldn't does read the it. final game and what happened afterwards with the fans make you scared about the Vegas turnout of fans at home games? You know, that's a int- great question. Uh, wouldn't expect any less. So, you know, the thing ultimately, and this is, I think, part of what I was trying to say and didn't do a very good job of, of wording it early on, was that no matter what happens in Vegas, it's going to be fabricated where everything that's ever happened in Oakland has been organic, from the tailgate to the black hole to everything. Now, granted... Al Davis was a master marketer. He was a master at crafting the image of the Raiders from the fans, the skull, the pirate, the pillage, all that stuff. You know, he, his messaging was brilliant and he crafted it. But from that, from that image that was crafted, the fans then developed and, and built what is now Raider nation. And so that in Vegas will never be what it is now. And they can have a black hole in the new Vegas stadium. They can call it the black hole. They can even make the section numbers the same, but it's not going to be the same. They can manufacture some sort of tailgate. Um, By all accounts, the parking spaces are going to be limited. So um, you're going to do your tailgating at a casino and then Uber to the game, which is fine. And like you and I are certainly not opposed to hanging out in a casino and playing some cards before going to a football. Like none of those things are bad, but it's not going to be the same. And so I think ultimately, Sonny, that's how I would answer the question is that I, I don't think there's going to be any shortage of fans at the game. I don't think that, uh, yes, you're going to see a higher mix of opposing teams' fans because it's Vegas, and you're going to have people building vacations around going to see their favorite team play with a Vegas vacation. So there's going to be more diversity in the crowd as far as who is representing what team. 
but and but I, so I don't think it's going to be an attendance issue. But ultimately, the vibe is never going to be what it is now. It just can't be. It can't be that organic build of a fan base because no matter what, it's Vegas, and that's what Vegas does. It's glitz. It's it's gloss. It's manufactured. It's fabricated, and that's what we're going to get. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean it's all bad. It's just going to be way different. What do you think? I well, I disagree a little bit. Okay, I think that uh, I, I equate it to what I've gone through. Uh, you know, I, I was, I'm a teacher by trade, and I've been part of a, uh, in, a, in, a in a town where we have, you know, we have a, a number of high schools. And as a, a new school, we're, we're in a town that, that's growing unbelievably. Yes, yeah. So we have, we have in a situation where a new school opens and a group of those teachers, it's not necessarily a move like it will be when the whole organization goes. But you take, a, you take a bulk of them, and they go to a new school in the town, and so you have this instant rivalry, and you try to bring some of the traditions with you, but organically, those new traditions will arise. So we, sure, may, we, sure. we, we won't be able to bring, you know, like you said, we, the manufactured black hole or whatever, whatever, but there will be new things yeah, that come with it. Yeah. And that's... And that's that's the excitement of it. That's, yeah. That's the, the, the coolness of, man, so, you know, how is Vegas going to do that? How are they going to respond to that? Some of that may be manufactured, but if it's embraced by Raider Nation, man, it could, it could end up being a fantastic tradition. You know, 20 years from now, when we're still doing the podcast and we still have tens of listeners, well, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's I, I, it, it's it's great. I think I think Sonny hit on it. He just responded on the chat. It'll be bittersweet for sure. But you know, uh, we'll we'll take that. We'll take that. We don't have any choice. It's a it's a lot nicer facility, and you probably won't be peeing in a trough. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And that's and I and I agree. I, I think we we probably agree much more than we disagree on this. Is that yes, it's going to be completely sure. different. But I. I think it's okay to be okay with it though, too. Like it's okay to be like, it's no one likes change and especially something like in sports where you have this, it's all about tradition and no one celebrates the tradition and the history of this team more than us. Look like, I mean, we do it every single week, but it's okay that it's going to be different. You just got to learn to, you know, embrace the new, what, what that change is going to, because otherwise then what else are you going to do? You're right. just going to bitch about it the whole, the, for the next, and, however and long. And then, you know, people are always going to call them the Oakland Raiders. When oh, when yeah. when I was when I was watching them in L.A. with with your dad and Sonny's dad, they were still Oakland. We still called them Oakland. Everybody knew who it was. Oh, who we got this week? Oh, we got Oakland. You know, our, our right, Kansas right, right. City's got Oakland. It it was L.A. It was the L.A. Raiders. So it, you know, uh, when Muhammad Ali changed his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali, pe- for a long time, you know, people still called him Clay. You know, and and I know that there's there's a whole lot more that goes along with that. Um, Lou Alcinder, when he became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah, he was still Alcinder for a long okay, time. You okay. know what I'm saying? It's the same. It's the same person. Okay. The same stuff that goes along. Like how people still call the Chargers San Diego. Yeah. yeah well, that <laughs> well, even even more so than just Stephen A. Though, right? Like, oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Who? 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 Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. There you go. <laughs> there you go, Mike. <laughs> hey, let's move on. We're gonna let's get go. Let's time. go. Let's go. Okay, so our first uh, email, our, our first, I should say our first person to uh, come in on the Sea of Fans, because that's the segment we're in, by the or way. The segment, <laughs> and don't forget your Sizzler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I never forget the Sizzler. Okay. So this guy sent us a letter. Well, tell what it is. 
don't tell them what it is? No, tell them what the Sizzler is. Oh, yeah, this the Sizzler. Yeah. So each week... Sizzler. 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 Set it up. Sizzler. Set it up. Yeah, Sizzler. Sizzler. So each week when we have we have a fantastic email that comes... Or, I'm sorry, a fantastic audio that comes in. It's a Sizzler, man. It's hot. It's, hot. it's smoking. It's yeah. just to the point. <laughs> and it is, and that's, that, that gets the Sizzler Award. Yes. Yeah. So, and we've had some great winners. Great you know, great. some... Uh, yeah. So anyway, so... Tonight, tonight, I just did it. This morning, (laughs) jeez, I need more coffee. Uh, So this morning, uh, our first one is an email. And uh, there was a great story. Raider made man Jack uh, from from Oregon sent us a story. He looks just like Sonny, by the way. Yeah, he does. And and are you going to post these pictures on the interwebs? Uh, I can. Okay, so these pictures. So he told us, we we had a little contest. What's your your best holiday story? And he told us one about it. Oh, there's this cat chasing the Rob the Nativity scene, and and it was just his family and 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 all the screaming and yelling in this Italian household and everything. So he said, so uh, this is his. He sent it with pictures, and this is his email. It says, so for Christmas Eve, and to celebrate the Raiders beating the Broncos, my girlfriend and I decided to reenact the events of the stealing of the Mary with the Cherry at the local mall. <laughs> Jeez. He said the people were awesome and <laughs> let us until after Christmas to say that. I know, right? <laughs> he said the people were awesome and they let us be silly. So here you go. Merry Christmas, Raiders fans, Raider Nation, and Murph and Uncle Mosh, little Murph, paying my respects to you all. And it shows a picture of him with a statue of the Virgin Mary and baby Jesus running through a store and his <laughs> girlfriend chasing him. It's a hilarious picture. Show him in your camera there. Uh, yeah, much love, Raider Made Man Jack and his up and his upgrade of an amazing woman, Amy. There you go. There's a picture. So there they're running through the store there. He's got the the Mary and then he's wearing his Raider hat and he's cradling the Mary with the baby Jesus. So uh, pretty, pretty funny. So funny. He's pretty such funny. A, yeah. So we appreciate that. Absolutely. And then we got another one from our buddy over in Mississippi. Shropshire, Mississippi. Yeah, Shropshire, Mississippi. <laughs> and it says, Happy holidays, fellas, with a what a <laughs> You know somebody's gonna go looking for Shropshire, Mississippi on the map. Well, yeah. And if there's not one now, there needs to be. Call me, because when yeah. I leave here, I'm on my way to Tunica, Mississippi. <laughs> yes, you are. Speaking happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays, fellas. <laughs> what a bittersweet game that was. A great performance and result. So proud of the guys. I hope Elway's food tastes sour for the rest of the day. <laughs> well, he could eat it from around the corner. Yeah, right. <laughs> I <laughs> Uh, I hope Elway... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I live 5,218 miles from Oakland. I've never had the privilege to attend a game there and savor the tailgate experience or anything like it. And I was tearful throughout the game, so I can only imagine what it must have been like for you and the others that have history there. I may not have had the privilege of attending a game at the Oakland Coliseum, but I do have the honor of being part of the nation. I'd better stop. I'm getting teary again. The best way to say goodbye was with the win and to have a special play in the game like Dwayne Harris's return. Love you guys. Have a great day. Go Raiders and our friend Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi. Awesome, awesome email, Paul. Great job. And, yes, that is absolutely the truth. 
And that's the thing about Raider Nation. We are global, as Chuck likes to say. We're in your backyard, you know. And it and it doesn't matter what you've been to, what you haven't been to. What it's just all about how you embrace and uh, and are passionate about this team and 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 what we call Raider Nation. So absolutely, and that is a awesome email from our buddy Paul. So and so for those of you that don't know the joke, Shropshire is in the UK and it's just west of Birmingham, which uh, in our country, west of Birmingham, Alabama, is Miss. Mississippi. So the joke is, is that he's from Shropshire, Mississippi. So great job. Paul in the email. All right, Uncle our first call this week comes from Las Vegas. And uh, second time caller now to the show, we're going to hear from our buddy Ruben. Hey, guys. Ruben from Vegas again. Uh, watched the last episode on uh, YouTube and Uncle Theo Mosh, the wall in the back, kind of bare. And I don't have much, but I happen to go to the, when the NFL announced the Vegas move, I happen to go to the Welcome to Las Vegas sign, and I have an extra sign that says Welcome to Las Vegas Raiders. So if, uh, when I get home from work, I will email you guys a picture, and if you guys respond, I will look to mail it to you guys. And another thing, I hope we beat the donkeys. I can never say that other name of the team, Denver. I call them donkeys. They will always be donkeys. <laughs> Win, lose, or tie, Raiders till I die. Awesome, Ruben. Isn't that cool? So he sent uh, us a, a picture of it, and it's awesome, and it's a welcome to to Vegas Raiders and all that. It's oh. really, really, so I, I, I sent him the address, and uh, Ruben, uh, we'll extend the offer back to you, my friend. Uh, send us that picture. We will gladly hang oh, it up right there behind, behind me, yeah. We'll hang up behind Uncle Mosh, and we'll send you a gift pack back we'll send you when we get the new Raiders fan radio shirts we'll send you a shirt and we'll send you some stuff from deadpiratesports.com sure. as a show of our appreciation back to you uh, so yes def- definitely wouldn't that be great Mosh oh that would be wouldn't fantastic. that be cool to have yeah. that hang up behind you I gotta put I gotta I gotta have my I gotta start having my world behind me you know like my sis drunk photo and my yeah, now yeah, I'm yeah. An official my membership to the black hole yeah. I gotta yeah well we I tried gotta, to theme a little bit you got John Wayne Tony Bennett wearing a Giants hat and Sinatra so we kind of went that way, but and there's mean, that one picture of your kids that's got to go. <laughs> that's where sister, yeah, yeah. No, I love your kids. You know, one of them's named after me for crying <laughs> yeah, out loud. But that's not the point. But yes, we do. We need to yeah. start to. We need to tailor that, as the as the kids say. Mosh world, do mosh the, world, mosh world. Back over there, and uh, yes, we will do that soon. All right, so thank you, Ruben. We appreciate that. All right, next up, let's hear from our buddy Mojo in San Diego. Mosh, mosh. Halftime. I hope I don't. I hope I don't regret this. Uh, Mojo here in San Diego, seventeen nothing. These dudes are playing with intensity. I like the fact that they were going around. I saw. I saw the owner. I saw Gruden. I saw all of them going around handshaking before the game. I'm pretty sure people are 3D printing out uh, wrenches and, and going <laughs> to steal their uh, steal the chairs tonight. Yeah, we ain't making the playoffs. It ain't happening, you know. I mean, nothing great is coming out of this season, but I'll tell you this: this is a good day. Merry Christmas, just win, baby. That's awesome. <laughs> Merry Christmas back at you, Joe. That's that's a great email, and that and you know the the, the bedlam didn't happen. I saw nope. a video of of two fans run on the field. Both of them got destroyed by security, like Jason Cabinda was out there playing. The security <laughs> was this practice squad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. It was great. So I, I love seeing people get creamed like that. One of the best calls. You remember that when we had the call from Kevin oh Harlan when the gosh. fan ran on the field? Yeah, that was pretty funny. You know, the, it, some of the some of the chat is just cracking me up. They're talking about because earlier we talked about Elway, right? And then oh, somebody uh-huh. said, "If the glove don't fit, you have a horse face." <laughs> 
<laughs> Ain't that the truth? Oh, oh my! Oh, good, good stuff. All right, let's go. Uh, next up, we're gonna hear from our buddy Houston Raider Steve. Hey, Murph and Mosh, this is Houston Raider Steve. Boy, what a great Christmas holiday present the Raiders win. I was over at Molly's Pub. They got my car flag hanging over the bar. Drive 20 miles out there just so I can sit in the Raider room and go, Raiders! Man, it was so awesome, man. That that special teams touchdown by Harris, what a gutsy play. Man, he's one of the smartest players we got on special teams. The touchdown, that last one when they Richard jumped in the arms of Gorilla Rilla and Jungle Jane down there. What a way to send off this stadium. If this was the last night, Lincoln Kennedy in the postgame show said he had tears in his eyes. He knows many of the people down there. And uh, Gruden and uh, Derek Carr down there high-fiving everybody down in the black hole end zone. Man, and he was I think he went around the whole stadium. Carr might have. They cut away from that. But anyway, great win. They gutted it out on defense. They played hard. They ran hard. Martin and Richard. Jordy Nelson made some great catches and everything. They tried to neutralize Jared Cook, which they did. But we made plays with the other players we have. What a great win, man. Gruden, it was a way to send it off. And also I can say is thank you. We went down the two-minute warning against Kansas City. We we uh, we lost that game, but we took it down there. Beat the Steelers. Had a hiccup last week. Went out and beat a mediocre team, but a win is a win. It's always great to beat the Broncos, the donkeys. Ride the donkey, so like they say. Let's finish it off strong and win in Kansas City. Man, what a way to turn around the season. They're playing like we all knew they could. Great Christmas present. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Go Raiders. We're back, baby. Gotta love it. <laughs> Riding the donkey. All right. Houston Raiders, Steve. Good job on the call, buddy. Appreciate you uh, uh, hitting us up here at Raiders Fan Radio. Yeah, so pretty cool. You know, he talked about, you know, post-game, Derek Carr running around the stands, uh, giving everybody five high, oh, five hives. high fives. <laughs> um, and uh, I saw him skip some Broncos fans. That was pretty good. And then also Mark Davis and Gruden before the game going out there yep, and, and yep. greeting the crowd. And so, you know, we had mentioned on our show that, we you know, something was going to happen uh, significant to this game. And it was just, you know, whether it was from having Marshawn light the torch to uh, the players and coaches, you know, acknowledging the fans. To me, that's, you know, that's really about all they're capable of, if you think about it, without some big grand ceremony. Um, so I thought that was appropriate. I thought that was good. And then they let everybody kind of kick it a little bit at the end of the game. We're like, a lot of times they have security will walk through and they kind of nudge you out. Sure. It looked like they were just letting people party a little bit, there which was, was cool. You yeah, know? there was a picture of three guys. Like, Gosh, I should have got their names and I didn't. But there was, and, and they posted and they say we're the last three. And then they were in the parking oh, lot. Did you see that? No, no, no. It was, it was, uh, it was. I can't remember. It was on. It was either on my Facebook or on the Twitter feed. I can't remember what it was. And it was like they posted it at like ten thirty or eleven thirty at their time. And they're like, oh, you know, we're cool. just, you know, and they're just they're sitting there. They all got beer cans in their hands. Nice, and they're nice, all dressed nice. out, you know. And it was like, yeah, man. It was. It must have been just an amazing atmosphere. Oh man, yeah, I can't wait. Well, again, we're going to talk to Michael Sin tomorrow and get a firsthand account of of the game, and so that should be a lot of fun. We we'll look forward to talking to him. Uh, all right, next up, we're going to go to our buddy Ron in Ohio. Hey guys, it's Ron. Just wanted to call in, wish everybody happy holidays. Uh, whatever you're celebrating this time of year, we definitely all celebrated that win last night. That was pretty cool. Not always nice to see Elway lose. Can't stand that. What kind of a conceited ass uh, changes the logo of his team to a picture of himself? Not good. Have a good one, guys. Bye. (laughs) Good job, Ron. That was good. Uh, Yeah, I I agree. But, yes, and Merry Christmas back at you and happy holidays. 
uh, of course. And uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. It was we were we were talking at one point where with uh, with with Peyton Manning and his giraffe neck, and uh, uh, John Elway is with his horse face, and there was somebody else we made fun of too. And we're like, it's like going to the zoo, showing up for a Broncos game, man. Like what the heck? <laughs> All right, next up, we're going to go to our buddy Raider Berto in Los Angeles. This is Raider Berto here, and I'm not calling in from L.A. right now. Oh, Beto, Beto, Beto. Oakland. I just saw the game, and wow, it, it, it sucks Oakland is leaving. You know, uh, the Raiders are leaving Oakland, you know. The last stadium was rocking. It was electric. It was loud. It was proud. To wear the silver and black one last time in the Oakland Coliseum. It was exciting with that punt return from Dwayne Harris. In that final interception, that sealed the game for us from Eric Harris. It's, it sucks that the Raiders are leaving Oakland. You know, I, my whole life I grew up with them being in Oakland, you know, since 99. You know, I always knew the Oakland Raiders. I didn't know the L.A. Raiders, and then, now I'm going to know the Vegas Raiders. But as a, I made my own little saying, Oakland forever, but Vegas now. Anyway, little review from this game. Um, defense. It just shows you that our defense is very promising, and we don't need, you know, number 52 on that team or trash 51 either. But our defense shows promise. Our defense played with pride yesterday. You know what I'm saying? They were proud to play. They were proud to wear the silver and black. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. They got that commitment to excellence. They got the will to win. Man, I'm fired up for this defense. You know what I'm saying? Offense, uh we we do need that star receiver, that star running back. But I like Doug Martin. He's playing with pride, and he's playing with passion. And I hope we keep Doug because we need that on our team. But anyway, we're going to make this short. Hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas, uh, holiday, whatever you guys celebrate, you know, had a safe one with uh, your families and stuff. You know, go Raiders and farewell Oakland, but Las Vegas now. All right. Farewell Oakland, but Las Vegas now, Mosh. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good stuff. I mean, there. it's that you know, I I like what he said. Oakland forever, Vegas now. Vegas now. Yeah, yeah good stuff there. That's Absolutely. Stuff. So appreciate it, Raider Beto and uh, Uncle Mosh. A couple uh, comments in the chat there. Uh, Carl Rogers asks, "Who do we think the Raiders are going to draft?" Carl, you're going to get an obnoxious amount of draft coverage uh, coming in the in the near future. We're going to dive into that as soon as the season's over. Uh, we're just going to keep it kind of locked in on on the goings of the Raiders as of right now. But this off season, because of the draft being in Nashville, uh, Uncle Mosh and I are going to have uh, some uh, qu- quite a bit of, of draft sure, content sure. coming. And that was one of the reasons that we're doing some of the the, the visual upgrades that we're doing is that we're going to be set up to do live video remotes so you're going to get live streams from us on lo- on location on location there. live that's right so, uh, <laughs> so some pretty cool stuff coming from us so stay tuned you're going to hear uh lots and lots and lots of draft stuff uh from us um also one last thing to mosh uh we mentioned the past couple shows about not letting google voice claim you uh try to keep it under three minutes right preferably around a minute or two great job like, oh, these yeah, calls are perfect. Yeah. Everybody's coming in in a minute, two minutes, and it's perfect. So we got one more uh, before we head on out of here. And uh, let's go here from our buddy Raider. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> Raider the Kevin nerd or Kevin the Raider. Whatever. You know who you are. Kevin, the guy that sits in my chair. That's him. And Uncle Mosh, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Raider fans radio. This is Kevin the Raider nerd. Uh, Murph and Uncle Mosh, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. I'm com- calling on Christmas Day. 
really enjoying the Monday night football there. And also, Merry Christmas to little Murph. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys, uh, first of all, for the Sizzler Award recognition uh, last week there, Uncle Mosh. Really appreciate that. Uh, and I just want to thank Raider Nation and the Raiders for bringing home a victory against the Donkeys, what may be the last game in Oakland. All the feels were happening uh, last night, and I'm sure all of you were feeling the same. Uh, it was great to uh, uh, see uh, Marshawn Lynch lighting Mount Davis, uh, Dwayne Harris starting off that 99-yard punt TD return, Doug Martin with 21 rushes and 107 yards in a TD. Could have used more of that. <laughs> And they also made mention of the many of the famous games there at Oakland, including the Sea of Hands game versus the Dolphins, uh, December 21st, 1974. 44 years ago, geez. Uh, anyway, guys, I just want to say it was uh, um, really nice to get a win for uh, Raider Nation last night. And uh, also, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone, uh, all the listeners, uh, all the made men, everyone uh, there here at Raider Fans Radio. And also, uh, Uncle Mosh, I want to give you a belated birthday wish there. Uh, happy birthday, my friend. Uh, anyway, looking forward to uh, more episodes of Raiders Fan Radio. Love you guys. Keep it up. And uh, I'll be in touch. Merry Christmas. Wow. That was so nice. It was great. Yeah. Sizzler. 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 We were doing so good up to this point. I know. Uh, the timing <laughs> we, was good until we, just now. We got these, you, those of you that, that, that can't see us, we got these looks that we give each other. And we, we kind of... Having done this for a while, we know, oh, yeah, that's a hit-your-button look. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we were both messing around with our notes and stuff. So, hey, some great stuff today, man. Great calls. Great and like yeah. you said, you know, they, everybody kept them short and sweet and, and to the point. And we had some folks that, ta- that did some great recaps and talked about sitting in their, their favorite watering hole in the Raider room. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, but I, I, I love the... Uh, uh, shot at Elway. What, what, what kind of a general manager changes the logo? What, I actually called him a conceited ass. Changes the logo to look like his own face. But right. I got to go. Uh, this week's Sizzler, man, goes to Ruben. 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 Good job, yeah, Ruben. good job talking about, you know, he, he, he gave us a quick recap, brought up a couple couple things that we needed to talk about and, and finished it off with, you know, hey, uh, man, win, lose, or draw. Raiders till I die, man. You know, uh, so... Anyway, yeah, good Hanging job, up the Ruben. Vegas sign, yeah, absolutely. oh yeah, 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 and the Vegas yeah, sign offer, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, some folks may say, "Hey, he offered to give you a sign. That's how I get a sizzler." Oh yeah, yeah, we can be bribed. We, t- we can be bribed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, we'll <laughs> yeah, hit the. I'll hit that. We one. are Metallica. I got it. You gave me your. Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead. To errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Hey, real quick, before we move on to this very last segment, I want to tell Kevin uh, not only thank you for the call, but uh, Kevin and his co-host Kyle, who do the end zone on the Fandom Podcast Network, uh, I'm going to be guesting tonight on their network on oh, their sweet. show, The End Zone, and then they are going to do a uh, uh, talk with with us. Uh, you're going to be out of town, but we're going to with me, and uh, we're going to preview the heck out of the Kansas City Raiders game. Oh, fantastic! Coming up this week. So uh, how so, can we how can we hear that? So th- there, you can look for the Fandom 
Podcast Network. They're on all podcast services, and they have a whole bunch of shows, uh, mostly pop culture-related things, but they do have a football show on there uh, where Kevin and Kyle uh, talk about all the, the news of the league and give mediocre fantasy football advice uh, as they self-proclaim. So uh, definitely check those guys out, support what they do, and look for them on the next. We're going to have a few things coming up. We're going to have that conversation with them and the interview with Michael. and whatnot. All this stuff is going to come in between the next episode uh, official of Raiders Fan Radio. So so be on the lookout for a lot of content, a lot of Raiders-related content coming to you this week. So uh, speaking of Raiders-related content, Uncle Mosh, um, you and I have kicked around the idea of maybe doing a Raiders and pop culture segment. Sure. And the genesis of that was you made mention last week of a television show that you were flipping around on the channels and you came across, and the show was called Last Man Standing. Right, right, my new favorite show. And it's Tim Allen, and he is uh, he's a, the dad in the, in the show, and they live in Denver. Right. And you made comment about how the daughter brings home a new boyfriend, and he's a Raiders fan. Right. And so uh, I've been looking for the actual sound bite, and some of you have sent links to some different episodes, and um, I haven't found the exact ones that Mosh was referencing yet. But while I was doing that, looking for um, those particular sound bites, I came across some others in relation to the Raiders that I thought were pretty funny. And so we're going to play those real quick before we get out of here for the night. And, um, it sounds to me like there's going to be a lot of this type of stuff on the show. I've never seen the show, but I think I'm going to now because it sounds like there's a lot of Raiders cracks yeah. in the show. And so here's the one that I was able to find. It's pretty funny. I just got Darren McFadden. Oh, oh, yeah. Did you just mention an Oakland Raider in a Denver Bronco household? Fan's not just a Raider anymore, Dad. He's a Raider. He's the new starting tailback on my fantasy team. The three faces of Eve. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and all three of those faces are saying, Suck it, Ed! <laughs> Listen, the Raiders are sworn enemies of the Broncos. It's like the Crips and the Bloods. Both of them were Raiders fans. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. But as the great old Davis said, Just win, baby! <laughs> Other name we don't say in a Bronco house. <laughs> Isn't that great? And those that know Tim Allen know that he's a huge, he's from Detroit. Yeah, he's a big Lions So guy. he's a huge Lions fan. Yeah, I love it. I love but he's it. a hip football guy, right? You know what I mean? So that's that's pretty cool, man, that he's uh, uh, hip enough to know that, that yep. his character lives in Denver, so his sure, character's a big sure. Raiders fan there. So, uh, yeah, good stuff there. So we'll definitely have more of that to come. And look for this offseason. Look for a segment from us, or we're going to call it Raiders and Pop Culture, and we'll go over and find you know everything from Pete Koch, who has numerous connections back to pop culture and the Raiders. Right, right, right. Uh, John Matuzak is another one that would be one, you know, is his appearance in different movies. Uh, we could go James Garner. We could go uh, things like this where they appear in sitcoms or music. Uh, lots and lots of different links back to, uh, to the Raiders in, in pop culture. So we will do that. All right. Um, one last time through the chat. Go ahead, Mosh. I just got, got one thing. Yeah, yeah, Carl Rogers in the chat said he'd like to see Uncle Mosh race against Rich Eisen in the 40-yard <laughs> dash. Yeah, there you go. What Carl needs to know is that I am the fastest fat man alive. You actually yeah. are the fat. And, you know, and little known. Little, it's, it's a, a little, little scary. Known, it's a, a little known fact of Shammy that uh, Uncle Mosh used to be a competitive runner. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he actually, and was not only a competitive runner, but a cross-country coach and track coach. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. So bring on Rich yeah, anytime, be, anywhere. I would, I would take Uncle Mosh in a second. He would smoke Rich Eisen, <laughs> believe it or not. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, okay, so and then and then have a smoke and a donut when you got. Oh to my the gosh, yes! <laughs> right after the oxygen. <laughs> Pull that oxygen away and replace it with a Marlboro. I'm good to go. <laughs> Uh, I can't screw up in the chat, but do you want to acknowledge the folks in there? David Crockett, Joseph Morales, Bobby Wasabi, Just Win Johnny, Carl Rogers, Freddie Chavez, Bootleg Joe, Alexander Stockton. I like it spooky. Adam Hill. Uh, anybody else I missed there? So thank you all very much for joining us uh, for uh, another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 109. Uh, you can find us, as always, on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S. Fan Cave, you can find us on any podcast service like Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, uh, many, many more. Just search for Murph's Fan Cave and please subscribe to us. That is the best way to support us here on Raiders Fan Radio is to uh, subscribe to our stuff and then you get this show, Raiders Fan Radio, plus the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead, uh, Tom and Fitz representing the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole, which Uncle Mosh is now officially a part of. Yes, sir. And you get Mondays with Mikey Murph, the audio version of that show. So thank you to all of you and i look forward to talking to you again very soon we will talk to you next week and uncle mosh hey win lose or tie raiders till we drop till we die (laughs) remember oakland forever vegas now what started in oakland no ah take it from the top take it from the top (laughs) take it from the top we'll cut it out win lose or tie raiders till we die oakland forever vegas now let's start nah, I did it again dang it my okay let's let me let me cleanse the palate first off Merry Christmas uh, or whatever it is that you celebrate Festivus Hanukkah's already passed but uh, we're, what, today's the first day of Kwanzaa for today's okay there you go so happy Kwanzaa uh, happy new year to come so thank you to all of uh, you for supporting Raiders fan radio and uh, and happy holidays to you all very much uh, and so uh, after that then now mosh the palate has been cleansed oh. we have wished everyone a happy everything now hit us with that win loser tie Raiders till I die Oakland forever Vegas now what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. See you next year. What started in Oakland? No. Ah! What started? Ah! I did it again. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. 
Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.